This is the Jake and Joe Show, the greatest variety show on the planet. According to us, this is Jake. And I'm Joe. Going into episode 19 today, guys, pretty excited to let you know that this is the second to last episode of the first season of our show. We're going to be going into that later at the end of the show. We're going to recap the season so far, what we thought of it, where we want to take it next. We're going to be brushing over a few things in our light segment today. Nothing major for either of us, I don't think. Getting into some privacy and VPN type of information for the tech segment this week because I think this is a very important time to be informing yourself in learning about this technology given the state of the U.S. right now. We're going to get into... Our song of the week, as we normally do, I've got a good song picked out, Jake said he's got a good song picked out, we're prepared. And then for our discussion segment, we figured we'd have a little bit of fun today, play a game. It's called Million Dollars Butt. Should get interesting, stick around for that. Getting into light for the week, let's talk about some things that happen to us, some things that are important to us. Um, oh yes. Oh yes. What happened to you? What What's the most exciting thing that happened to you this week? Well, you already know what I'm going to say. I have it written down in my <laughs> notes because I knew you in were going to mention notes. it. <laughs> well, I finally bought Overwatch. Yes, for the for the last standard format episode, we brought our very own air horns. <laughs> <laughs> They're going off all show, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to leave this show with a bang. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I got that because I had seen Joe playing with with his 144 hertz monitor, like, max FPS. It looked really fun. And I had played some of the beta on Xbox, um, but I had held off on purchasing it because I didn't want to spend the money, and I'd never really caught on to when the sales were. So I was telling you that I would purchase it next time it was on a decent sale around $30. Right. Yeah. And then you sent me a link like last week or two weeks ago and last said, oh, week. here's yeah. your chance. Yep. And I, I bought it that day. 36 bucks, I think it was. For, for the $60 version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overwatch, they sell it in a $40 version and a $60 version. The $60 version comes with some like extra goodies and stuff. So you got the $60 version for less than the $40 version. It's a right. good deal. Yeah, and it's pretty fun. I mean, I know I've talked about several times on the show now that I used to be a much bigger gamer than I am now, but I think that's starting to change. Games can't hold my attention as long as I used to be able to. Uh, but I did play Skyrim. I started that up the other night, and with my new graphics card, which isn't that great, it's a 750 Ti, as you know. It's still very capable. Yeah, it can play Skyrim on max settings. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I've been playing with my Xbox controller, and that makes all the difference for me. We've kind of talked about this. Like, you feel like it's okay in some situations to be able to use a controller with your PC. Definitely. I got. I mean, I've got one sitting right here. Yeah. I, I, I use one all the time, depending on the game. For most first-person shooters, it's garbage. Uh, but there are a few here and there. That are okay. I guess that depends on the sensitivity of the right joystick. Like, that's really what it boils down to to me. Well, and I say this because with the little experience I have so far of Overwatch, I have been messing around with the DPS 
settings? Yep. DPI settings, not DPS. Yeah, DPI. DPS is Yeah, I'm thinking of damage. <laughs> the DPI settings on the mouse right. while I'm playing and like switching it higher and lower. So that's really nice. If yep. it wasn't for that, I honestly would probably try out the controller just to see how the sensitivity was on that. Yeah. Because I think I like that feel. It's just more of a casual, relaxed feel. When you're with a controller, when, when you have a controller in your hands, you can lay back and just like kick up. Way relax. more relaxing. If you're using a keyboard and mouse, you're like hunched over a little bit and your positioning isn't very comfortable. And that makes all the difference for me. I was able to play Skyrim for like three hours the other day. Yep. And I thought that was like a feat. Did you play first person or third person? Oh, first. Yeah. Uh, I've played a lot of Borderlands. And Borderlands is one of those games that I'm okay with using a controller because it is it's such a relaxed game. It doesn't require it doesn't require a lot of concentration and like super good accuracy. No. Because most of the guns do crazy damage, so it's nice to be able to, you know, kick back with the controller and play exactly how you were saying. Mm. Not have to lean forward and use a mouse and keyboard. But for something like Overwatch, it's so fast paced and everything happens so quickly that I just feel like you'd fall behind with a controller when others are using a keyboard and mouse. If you were playing on console with other people who can only use a keyboard and mouse, or rather, sorry, a controller, that's okay. Right. I mean, it would be more tolerable because you're in the same boat as everyone else. But it's a definite disadvantage on PC. Yeah, I can I can see that. I think I'm still will, willing to give it a shot to see if I can mess with the sensitivity of the I know controller. you played Smite with a controller when we played that. Yeah, that I was impressive. That. I, see, I, you, you say it's impressive, but that's what comes natural to me. The keyboard and mouse isn't natural to me. A controller is. Huh. I don't know. It's Weirdo. just probably like... <laughs> I think you played a lot more PC when you were growing up. Way I, more. I played yeah. just pretty much only console. I always had a controller in my hands, and then I played a little bit of WoW, and that was it. I PC. played. I, I used a controller up to the point where I had my first PC. Yeah. Because uh, we had consoles before that. My parents never really had a quote-unquote gaming PC or anything that could handle games. So all my gaming was done on consoles. But now, uh, you know, I prefer mouse and keyboard almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. Rocket League, games like that, driving games definitely need a controller. Can't use a mouse and keyboard for those. Yeah. I There's not a whole lot of games I prefer controller for. Right. So, yeah... Overwatch is fun. I'm looking forward to getting good. Getting good because I'm pretty bad right now. Your well, your first game you got play of the game. That's pretty impressive. Well, okay, that's that's pretty cool. But you also got to remember, I was playing Reaper, and I used my ult. It's like <laughs> automatic play of the game. Kind of. If you get yeah. a kill, <laughs> you got play of the game a couple games later though. I did with McCree. Not using his ult. Oh yeah, that's true. So. But I'm bad. <laughs> You could get better, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not great either. I can't really say much. I know you're not much of a DIY guy. Mm -hmm. A DIY guy. Ooh, I like that. Um, are you familiar with Harbor Freight, the store? Yeah, my dad loves that place. They're coming to Waterville. Really? I don't know if you heard about that or not. Uh, you know where Aaron's used to be in downtown Waterville, right next to where Friendly's used to be? I think so, yeah. Um, there's an advanced auto parts in that little complex in that little plaza now and i guess harbor freight's going in next to it there it's a 5000 square foot building and they're building like an 8000 square foot expansion onto the building 
and wow. putting a Harbor Freight in there. Uh, I'm super excited because, I mean, I obviously don't have a lot of money to be spending on tools and stuff, but I do a lot of my own car, you know, my own work on my car and other, uh, other stuff like that. So having a place where I can go to get decent tools at a reasonable price is going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's going to kill Home Depot sales. Yeah, right now the closest Harbor Freight, I believe there's one in Bangor, Bangor. and there's one in Lewiston. Yeah. So having one here in like, I would call this central Maine. Yeah. Having one here is going to be nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not a big user of those kind of things at this point in my life, but I know my dad would be really pumped. Yeah. To know that. Netflix series, Michaela and I have been watching, want to bring it up. It's new to Netflix. It's called 13 Reasons Why. Adria's been watching that too. Does she like it? Have you yeah. talked to her about it? She said she loves it and she wants me to watch it. And I'm like, uh... What episode is she on? Oh, I have no idea. Dude, it's deep. It's deep. Like, I know I know. I mentioned this to you the other day. I asked you if you'd played uh, Life is Strange on PC. Yeah. Uh, but you said you haven't, I, which I recommend that you do because it's very good. I have episode one because it's free now, I yeah, guess. Yes, episode one yeah. is free. I played episode one and immediately bought the rest because it was so good. Oh, wow. Um... I think that was their tactic because they knew they made a good game. Mm. But uh, 13 Reasons Why reminds me a lot of it. And I'm a ty- I'm the type of person that gets, and we've talked about this, I get emotionally involved with TV shows. I mean, sitcoms make me cry. Oh, yeah. For crying out <laughs> loud. I, I get emotionally involved. So when I'm watching this, I'm blocking like everything else out. They're hour-long episodes, and there's 13 of them in the first season. Mm-hmm. And... 13 reasons is every episode a reason yeah oh that makes sense and um the way it's written i don't think there's going to be more than one season so has she given you like a synopsis a premise of what the show is about yeah she's told me a couple things yeah it's uh for those of you who don't know it revolves around a high school boy whose friend killed herself she committed suicide and before she killed herself she recorded on to 13 cassette tapes the reasons why she killed herself and each one of the episodes covers one of the tapes and it explains a reason why she committed suicide and who affected her and who caused her to kill herself so it gets very deep and i think it's i just i love it i don't want to like try to talk it up too much because it's definitely not the type of show for everyone not everyone's going to enjoy it if you're emotionless, then you probably aren't going to get a whole lot out of it. But I, I like it a lot. So I recommend it. Go give it a thumbs up on Netflix if you like yeah, it. Because no, that's there's... implemented now. Yeah. I know we talked about that a few weeks ago. But yeah, uh, let us know how you like it. Because I, I want to talk about it. Because I, I, I think it's great. I'll probably... I, I think I'm kind of in between shows right now. I, in fact, I know I am. Give the first few episodes so. a watch and do yourself a favor. When you watch it, focus on it. Don't like do stuff on your phone or get distracted. Oh, yeah. Give your undivided attention to it and really pay attention to the story. I think I know you've talked about how you like smart writing. Yeah. And I like smart videography. Like, you know, I like things that are shot well. And I think this has a combination of both those things. Yeah. Uh, there's it does a lot of flashbacks between present and the past, and the transitions between them are so good, so well done, and the the writing seems real, very realistic. It's um, it, a, a lot of people are praising it because it seems like 
conversation that would actually happen in high school. Like real dialogue. Yes. Yeah. So it's it, it, it just it feels good all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, I guess. Just f- for nothing else, just so that we can talk about it in season two, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about uh, the return of the greatest animated series ever? Are you talking about The Simpsons? Yeah, The Simpsons. Right. No. That, we, that's who I thought you were talking about. I think about. you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. Gotta, Gotta have get it. it. 97 years. Nine more seasons. Oh, yeah. So, Rick and Morty, if you guys hadn't figured it out already, and if you hadn't figured it out already, that means you probably don't even watch it. And if that's the case, you I give you permission right now to just like Turn off cancel our out of the show and do whatever you need to do to watch it. I think it's on Hulu, actually. It is. It is. It's on Hulu. Not that everyone has Hulu, but... It is on there, and I'll probably rewatch them because watching the premiere episode of season three, which is why we're talking about this now, makes me want to go back and like try to remember what happened because they, I think they do a really good job of making things unbelievably complex, but not leaving any loose ends. There's never loose ends. You're right. It, like it's it's crazy how well everything ties into each other. But it's just so crazy and off the wall. Like, stuff that no other show does. And it's just something you gotta appreciate. I love it. It's really good. Uh, It's vulgar. It's disgusting. It's rated beyond R. If you watch the uncensored version, just be aware. (laughs) That's what wraps (laughs) it up. Uh, Other than that, the internet has been waiting for Rick and Morty Season 3 for so long. Back before December, it was rumored that Rick and Morty was going to be starting in the new year, like in January. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, April, and they just now did the first... They, they released the first episode on April Fool's Day. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And now they're saying that the rest of the season isn't probably going to come out till the summer. So good news, you have time to catch up. Watch the first two seasons on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Time to get into our tech segment where we're going to be discussing uh, this kind of new law that got signed recently um, about privacy online and how ISPs now have the opportunity to gather our information and sell it to make advertisers even more money. Um, I don't know too much of the technicalities of it, we kind of just watched um, H3's video on it. Right. Well, one important thing to point out is that it's not a new law that's been signed. It's the repeal of a law that Obama signed into place during his administration. Yeah. During Obama's administration, he and his administration passed a lot of laws through the FCC that protected the American citizens when they were using the internet. It didn't... It, it forbode ISPs from doing whatever they want with your browsing history and with your information. They had to hold on to it. They weren't allowed to release it. Uh, There was a whole bunch of different things that Obama helped pass. And unfortunately, Republicans are against a lot of those things. Now, we don't want to get too political because we like to stay as bipartisan as we can. But I think a lot of people will agree that having your internet privacy is an important thing. Yeah. So... Republicans coming into the White House and and taking over office 
um, was worrisome for a lot of people, and we're starting to see the first signs of that. The law that Obama passed saying that ISPs weren't allowed to sell your private information has been repealed. Trump just signed it into law the other day. First, it, of course, had to pass Senate, then Congress, and then Trump had to sign it into law, which mm. he did. So this is an effect, which means that if an ISP wants to, they are allowed to sell your browsing information to the highest bidder. Yeah. And that kind of brings into question who kind of who owns what you do on the Internet. I feel like ISPs shouldn't own that. They provide the medium to use the internet, but you're still using your own hardware. You're using their medium, but I feel like you still should have ownership of what you use the internet for. It would be like, at, at this point, in 2017, it would be like your power company monitoring what you plug into your power outlets and what you yeah. like, power in your own home. Right. They're, they don't do that. They don't, first of all, they don't have a way. It's not possible. But for the sake of the analogy, they don't do that and it's expected. So in 2017, when internet is basically a utility at this point, why are they allowed to monitor and sell that information to whoever's willing to pay for it? They shouldn't be. If you use a super kinky secret, like... I don't know, bedroom toy that you plug into the wall. <laughs> you don't want your power company selling that information to whoever gives them five bucks or whatever they sell it for. Right. So why would you want whatever you do on the internet sold, whether it be all the kinky things you're into or <laughs> like your banking, you know, information and the most frequent things you do online. Yeah. I mean, there's still rules to it. Like they, they can't actually just be like, all right, this is the username and password of this. No, guy. no, no, no. But it, it's still, like, enough that it just doesn't feel right. Right. And, and then, it, as Ethan was describing in the video we were just watching, um, he was saying it's a kind of a slippery slope between uh, where we are now and, like, the abolition of net neutrality. Because it might seem minor now. We're like, all right, like, I don't have anything to hide, so it's not really a big deal. It's just one of those things where it's just going to keep progressing. And then right. eventually it's going to cross the line that everyone's going to be like, wow, how did we get here? And that's because all these little events took place and no one did anything about it. Like the um, the analogy of the you know, putting a frog in gradually heating water, he won't jump out. But if you put a frog in, a, in boiling water, he'll jump right up. Right, right. So I think that applies here just as well. It does, it does. So we want to get into what you can do now that this law has been repealed to protect your privacy as much as you can. And the best way you can do that is to use what's called a VPN. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And when you use one on your home network, all devices that connect to the internet connect through this VPN. Think of it like this. When you Currently, the way your internet's currently set up, when you connect to the internet, you're connecting to your ISP, your internet service provider, and then they are going out and they're fetching the information that you want directed to your computer, and they bring it back and send it to your computer. When you use a VPN, a virtual private network, when your computers connect to the internet, they first connect to the virtual private network, 
which scrambles your information and then connects to your ISP who goes out and collects the information or you know whatever you're after for you and brings it back to the VPN which passes through back to your computer. There's another medium that's between you and connecting to the internet. Without a VPN, if you go on YouTube and watch a video on the cutest cat in the world, your ISP can see your IP address, which is basically the home address for your computer. They know right where you're located. They know which website you're on. They know exactly what you're doing. Your ISP can see all that. When you use a VPN, the VPN scrambles your IP address and then goes to the ISP to get the information that you want. So for example, it would say that you're coming from, you're accessing the internet out of Nepal for, I don't know, I'm right. just choosing a random place. And yeah. that, you know, you want some information, but even that's encrypted. Your ISP can't see what information you want. It just blindly goes and gets what it's told to get and brings it back. So using a VPN, you're protected. You can't be seen. What you're doing on the internet can't be seen. I wonder if there's a way that ISPs can block your access if they detect a VPN. I don't think they're allowed to right Currently. Now. Yes. That's going to be the next step. Yeah. So all that being said, now that you know, kind of have a general idea of what a VPN, what VPNs can you use to access the internet? Well, first things first, there are no good free VPNs. There are none. So don't go out Googling, best free VPN. They don't exist. <laughs> because when you use a VPN, they have servers and hosting costs that they need to run the virtual private network. So having a free VPN, the only way a good free VPN could ever exist is if a philanthropist or someone very rich paid to have it done. They're not cheap to do, so they're all gonna be a paid service. Good news is there are some very cheap options. One of them being private internet access or PIA. PIA is a VPN that you use on your network to connect to the internet. It has the ability to be installed on individual devices, so on like cell phones, laptops, computers, that type of thing. But it also has the ability to be installed on your router if your router has the capability. For a lot of people, it's not. So you're gonna be using it on your individual devices. And to be honest, if you have the knowledge to install this VPN on your router, you're gonna know if you have a router that can do it. So don't worry about that. If you don't know, don't worry about it. Private internet access costs $7 a month if you pay monthly or $3.33 a month if you pay yearly. So $40 for a year. Wow, that's a great deal. It's cheap. And it's great because a lot of other VPNs limit you on how much data you can use on the VPN, but PIA does not limit that. You can It's unlimited data. So as much as you use in a month is fine. The only limitation is that it only allows five devices to connect simultaneously. Ooh, that could be... That is hard to do in a family. But you have to remember that not all your devices need to be on a VPN. For example, a smart TV, that does not need to be on a VPN. Oh, I thought, I thought like it would block access to anything that's outside of five devices total. I thought that was the total amount of devices... That, that, could it could go, that could be connected. Oh, no. You can have as many devices connected to your network as you want. Yeah. It's how many can be using the VPN simultaneously. Oh, yeah. Then and that's it's five devices at max. Um, you don't really need one on like a smart TV or 
you know, your PlayStation or your Xbox, the most important devices are going to be the devices that you're using to do personal things, mm-hmm. such as a cell phone, your such laptop. as a laptop or a desktop. And the great thing is, is that it can be turned on and off with a flick of a switch. Mm-hmm. So when you're not using it and someone else needs to flip it off, they can flip it on and they can do what they need to. Your main computer should have one on it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And the nice thing is that it's $40 a year per account. So if you absolutely need 10 devices covered under the VPN, have two different accounts and pay $80 a year for 10 devices. That's still not a bad cost to ensure your internet privacy. Right, especially now. I bet you, in a small sense, companies like this are kind of happy with the ruling because they're like, oh, we're going to get so much money now. (laughs) Well, the cool thing is private internet access is actually not okay with this, and they have proven it over the past couple of weeks, they actually took out a full-page ad in the New York Times. And it was just a full-page advert that said, these are the senators that just sold your internet privacy to the highest bidder. And it just listed all the senators that voted it through for each state. And at the bottom, it said, take action, like call them and, you know, do whatever you need to to stop this thing from from getting to Trump. Yeah. Um, So they're not okay with it. They care about privacy that's why they're the company that they are that's why they're doing what they do right bonus perks for private internet access is that it comes with uh parental controls so if you have kids on the internet that you don't want to be able to access adult content you can block that it it comes with a few different uh bonus features that are definitely worth checking out their website is privateinternetaccess.com so go check them out um there are other options as well if you google like Top VPN services, there's a bunch that are going to come up. Um, I know NordVPN is one. ExpressVPN is one. I'm just not as familiar with those to go into them and explain them. But definitely do research for yourself because they all offer different features and they can help you in different ways. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you know about that because that's something that I might be interested now. It so. Private internet access makes it very easy. They've got a whole series of videos on how to do it. They make it as easy as possible. So it's not an impossible task but if it does seem daunting to you and you don't know what you're doing ask someone in your family who's a little more tech inclined i guarantee you know someone in your family that is that about wraps up tech stay safe guys protect yourself don't let the government see what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) let's get into song of the week what do you got for us job oh wait hold on don't go any further what do you got first, Jacob? <laughs> I have to uh, scroll down my timeline a little bit because I forgot the name of it. He forgot the name of it. Yeah. All right. So his name is Jacob, which automatically made me think he's a cool guy. Wow. Named but... after the one and only. Yeah, I know. Okay, so... The song is called Savior by Jacob Collier, or Collier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R. You say that I'm lost, you can help me find, but I don't want to be a savior, no. I wish that you could tell me something to change my mind, but you don't want to be my savior. 
So that, I don't know what we're going to choose for the 30-second snippet of that one because we didn't listen to the whole thing here, but it actually kind of does a whole like Bohemian Rhapsody kind of thing where it changes its pace a couple different times. And we'll, we'll try to choose something exciting. But uh, my friend Brittany, who we're going to talk to next week... Oh! <laughs> um, posted... <Hold> on. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> posted this on my wall, and she said something along the lines of, uh, because I know you can always appreciate talent. So uh, I saw this on my wall. It's just some young guy with like a... I would like an electric guitar in a snippet. And I was like, all right, what is this? It's a Savior by Jacob Collier. Um, someone with my name. Yeah, someone with my name. So I knew it was going to be great. And then it's like this, what, six and a half minutes, right? Or six minutes? Six minutes, yeah. yeah. Of like... Funky. Him, yeah, yes. funky stuff. And this dude on the music video is playing all kinds of different instruments. Uh, and he actually knows how to do... He knows how to play a lot of different instruments. And that's what something that I really appreciate in an artist. Uh, like Prince can do, could do that. He knew a lot of different instruments and he did a lot of his own stuff. Uh, Beck knows like an insane amount of instruments. Does all his own stuff. And I just, regardless of if, whether you like the style or not, it just makes you really appreciate how much effort certain artists put into their stuff and you know it's a real passion when they have all access control over every single track and that's how it was with this guy um it's a little it, it's a lot funky it's very funky and his voice is just so it has like this weird like i can't think of the word how, how would you describe his voice the only way to describe his voice is to like mock him yeah, like like when we were listening to the um, to the first two minutes of it that we listened to, I said he sang like this. It's yeah, kind of like a Cleveland. Shaki- it's kind of like a Shakira esque sound. Oh a yeah, it's bit. like through the nose. I'm on tonight. <laughs> that that type of thing. Yeah, it's, it's like very... complete nasally. Right. But it's cool. It's like I, I like the way it sounds, and he's just like he's a really young guy. Let, let me just read what his about section on Spotify is. Based in London, England, Jacob Collier is a crossover jazz vocalist and multi-instrumentalist with a flair for harmony and arranging. Born into a family of musicians, a 17-year-old Collier began uploading music videos of his crisp, multi-track, one-man performances onto the internet from his home music room in late 2011, presenting most of the videos in a grid layout so that each vocal and instrumental take was visible. He would often arrange and perform up to eight-part vocal harmonies, with accompaniment ranging from keyboards and stringed instruments to varied percussion. So he's a really skilled vocalist and instrumentalist, and he got his start. And he, I mean, not that he's like taken off anywhere huge right now, but he's really big on um, YouTube, and he has a lot of interesting stuff. I also listen to. Hideaway, which I originally was hoping was a, co- a cover of Kaiza's Hideaway, because oh, I love not. that song. It's not. Bummer, I thought it was. Yeah, it's his own original song, but it's still really good. This guy has a lot of talent, so I wanted to bring that to the table today. How about you, Joe? What do you got for us? My song of the week is by a band that started off on YouTube. The name of the band is Walk Off the Earth, and the song I chose is actually a cover 
of a song by Wheatus called Teenage Dirtbag. Here is a snippet. The kid's in Tucson, but she doesn't know who I am. And she doesn't give a damn about me. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, baby, with me. So what'd you think? I really like it. Um, I like the song, the original song anyway, because of like the way he sings the chorus is just like fun and makes you want to sing along. I remember telling you uh, when we listened to it that it's odd listening to that type of song with that type of music because it's like it's like more calm and like and nice. So when he says words like teenage dirtbag and it was another word he said that just seemed way out of place because of just the the sound that right. they, they made it into right. i still love it but it just kind of adds to the entertainment value well the original was a rock song mm-hmm. uh it was like heavy guitars and stuff like that very dirty sounding music so it fit the words but right. walk off the earth is, is a very folk pop and it's clean like, he like right i don't mean clean as far as like um censorship i mean clean as, as far as sound right clean sounding right walk off the earth is a canadian band that formed in 2006 they originally got known for their covers which as you can tell they do a pretty good job of and they really gained traction on youtube when they started posting them there spotify describes them as one part folk pop, one part sketch group, and one part quirky musical experimenters. And you see that a lot in their music videos that they post where they make a lot of their own instruments out of everyday household objects mm-hmm. and different things like that. But they all sound good. They can all sing very well. And they do great music. I've liked them for a long time. Another song they do is Little Boxes. Yeah. And I used to listen to that a ton um they have a few albums that are really good they're just a great all-around good sounding safe to listen to band you know they're going to be putting out a lot of good music all the time Mm -hmm. so i highly recommend them go check them out time to get to the discussion boys and girls we are going to be talking about um well not really talking we're going to be Playing a game. Playing a game. We're going to be discussing whether or not we would take a million dollars to do or not do various activities. Things. Things what? Things. Oh, I thought Just you were things. saying things. Just various, various <laughs> activities. Things. Yes. Expanding upon what you said. Yes. <laughs> you make me feel stupid. <laughs> no, no, I, I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, you thought I was going to be more intelligent than I was. <laughs> so give us a question, Jake. Bring us in. Give us a good one. Pick one. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight written down here. Right. Make up your own if you Let's want. Just, Million dollars, I, but I wish I could make up my own. And I'll, I don't want to try. Take, and I don't want to take credit for coming up with this game. This has been around for a while. Rooster Teeth popularized it. They have a card game based on it. So, yeah, we can't take credit for this, but enjoy nonetheless. It's going to be fun, I'm sure. Absolutely. So I'm just going to go. <laughs> 
we're just going to go down the list, I suppose. All right, Joe. I'll give you a million dollars, but for five years, you will always be late by one hour to anything you go to for life events. Or if you're going to like meet up with a friend or anything like that. For five years, I'm an hour late. I think this is a... This is a hard one because I like being on time or even a little bit before. And I know you feel the same way. Right. I think personally, it depends on where you are in your life. If you're an old person and someone asks you that question, you're more apt to say yes. Because you hate on old people again. Dude, I always talk about old people. I don't know. I, I never <laughs> noticed it before until we started this podcast. I must always just have like an old old man or old woman in my mind all the you time. Don't, you don't want to give them a senior discount, but you want to give them a million dollars? Nah. They'd, wa- <laughs> they'd waste it on magazine orders or something. <laughs> magazine orders? Dude, um, that's, what they, that's what they buy. They, they like catalogs. Magazines. They the love catalogs. their catalogs. Of course they do. So, I think I would probably do it. Five years is a long time, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long, and a million dollars is a lot of money. I agree. And here's the thing, too. We're, we're, we're younger guys, so within five years, who knows, maybe we're going to have to do like a job interview or something like that. If we knew that we would have to be late by an hour always, I don't see why we couldn't be like, all right, my job interview is scheduled for two. Just so you know, I won't be there until three. <laughs> I think that would, that would confuse the employer so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't really explain it. I'll, I can explain it later, but I have to be an hour late. But we can't schedule it for three. Schedule it for two. If we, be, because <laughs> if we schedule it for three, I will be there at four. Yeah. <laughs> if any, best case scenario, you can just hope that the employer thinks that you're a mysterious person. Yes. <laughs> Let's schedule it for three. I'll see you at four. <laughs> I'll see you at four. Yeah, so I would definitely say yes to that as well. All right, got another one for you. Million dollars, but you have a million dollar butt. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that for every dollar you spend of the million dollars, you have to spank yourself on the butt. So you buy like a $5 drink, you have to spank yourself five times. And we're not just talking light taps. You have to like, there has to be the audible spanking sound oh man so you'd probably blister yourself like crazy if you bought a nice car or something (laughs) you want to buy a two hundred thousand dollar house you know what yes because you gotta find loopholes and stuff like this and what i'm seeing here is you gotta spank yourself but it's not saying that you can't like put a nice cushion in between your butt and your hand that's true well what i would probably do is wear seven pairs of underwear and then, then buy a nice car, you won't even feel it. I would build the cheapest butt spanking machine that I could. So, ah, like, out, yes. of the, out of the gate, I'd probably have to spank myself a couple hundred times. But then after that, I'm just having a machine spank me. Yeah. <laughs> just have it constantly attached to your, to your waist. Yeah. And just every time you buy something, it's just connected via Wi-Fi. So, like, <laughs> you go grocery shopping with this, like, butt spanking machine on your waist... You swipe your card and be like, oh, yeah, it's $174. And you're just walking out the door. It just starts spanking you. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Spank, spank, spank. (laughs) 
Oh, man, that'd be so hard to explain to people. Yeah, I can't. It's just better if I don't tell you. It would be just be better if we just don't go into it. It would be a nice, consistent butt slap, too. Like, it would, it would. be like, like it, you know, it would be the same every time. It would, and I feel like you'd probably get used to it. So you feel like when you run out of money or whatever, uh, you're like, oh, wow, I really feel like I need my butt slapped or something. I'm so uncomfortable right now without this stimulation on my rear end it would probably be it would probably be a good way to like keep yourself in check and not spend all the money at once it would be yeah you'd really think twice before spending like an exorbitant amount of money on on an unnecessary thing so maybe it could be good in the long run you have a nice firm butt and your wallets would be full of money for much longer your wallets your pockets you'd never be able to sit down for the rest of your life so we both saying yes oh yeah I'm saying yes. Yes. All right. Million dollars. But every time you fall asleep. This one's really good. Yeah. (laughs) But every time you fall asleep, you will wake up with a random person spooning you. Now, this person doesn't know why they're there. You and that person have to deal with the situation. So imagine. All right. This is the scenario, right? right. I give you a million dollars and you think everything's great. Until you wake up the next morning and you are being spooned. You're not spooning someone else. You're being spooned by a random person. That'd be terrifying. And then, but what's even worse, though? I think it's even worse that they don't know where they are because that's a dangerous situation. Because they could get mad at you. I think you're right. You're right. Uh, I think I catch on pretty quickly that this is happening because I was given a million dollars. Yes. And after the first day, or after a week. I would come to expect waking up with someone random spooning me. And I uh, see here we go again because you got to like try to figure out how you'd be able to live with this thing. So we had the butt spanking machine. I think for this I would always set my alarm for like 5 in the morning. So I'm waking You'll wake up, up before the I'm other waking person. up before the person that's spooning and then maybe that helps me alleviate the situation a little bit. I right. can like Get out of the like bed. Like, make them breakfast in bed every single morning. <laughs> Confuse them so much. Like, just, hey. like, make them breakfast in bed, and then when they get up, just, like, pretend you know them and that you've known them for years. Well, I was thinking more of an honest approach. Be like, like, hey, this is weird for me, too. This happens every day. I can't really explain it. I'm, I'm, besides, yeah, I'm just cursed. I mean you no harm. Take this breakfast. <laughs> I mean you no harm. <laughs> I'd say you could, like, give them some of the money. But if you're waking up every single day next to someone, you're going to, you know, you, yeah, I you mean, blow you, through your money mo- so fast. Yeah, but most people would be cool. Like, here, just like take a hundred bucks and... But every single day. hundred bucks. hundred dollars a day? That's seven hundred dollars a week. We should do the math. That's twenty one, twenty eight hundred a month over a year. That's like $40,000 a year. Yeah. So you'd no more than that. I don't know. No, it'd be like it'd be like thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars a year that you're just blowing. So ten years, that's three hundred thousand dollars. Right, well, you'd that's, only give no, money no. to you'd only give money to the people who are like really off-put by it, like especially off-putted, off-pat. But then they <laughs> think you like did something to them. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this, that's true. I'm waking up you randomly and this dude is like offering, offering me money. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's very true because if it 
Yeah. <laughs> Here, take a hundred. Don't tell this. Don't tell <laughs> Don't anyone about tell this. Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. Here's breakfast. There's a window over there. Sneak out. Oh my word. You know what? You know, the more we talk about it, the more I think I would say no to that one. Because there's a lot of danger. Like, I don't I don't think... I think you'd die. Because there's definitely people out there who would, like, kill you if they were that... If they woke up and they just... You know, like, there's guys out there who would just kill you, I think. That's true. And if it's a random dude, that yeah. could happen at any time. Yeah. Any one of them you could wake up. Like, you could wake up next to a serial killer who loves to spoon before a kill. <laughs> yeah, oh, my word. <laughs> and then he's confused. Yeah. And he's just like, whoa, this How is the greatest situation. This is the greatest day of my this life. This is a dream come true. <laughs> Pinch me, I'm dreaming. <laughs> Pinch me, I'm spooning. <laughs> oh, man. So you'd say no? I think that might be the first one I say no to because that, that is legitimately to interfering with life. Like I would rather have a butt spanking machine attached to my waist 24 seven than waking up with a random person. Cause that would also like inhibit your personal relationship too. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. I would do it, but I would limit myself on how much I'd sleep. I would sleep no more than five hours every night. Sure. That sounds like it sucks. But what does that have to do with it? If I'm sleeping Less, like, okay. I guess that doesn't really... Because it, it says whenever you wake up. Whenever so you wake up. You could, true. like, take a nap. That's true. So I'd stay up for two days straight and then sleep for a day. Man, you'd kill so, yourself. Yeah, I know that wouldn't be healthy yeah. either. Okay, I couldn't do that. All right, I would never sleep in my own bed. I would set my alarm to wake up before the other person, and then I'd just get up and run. So you you spend a lot of money on like motel rooms, not even no. I just have a good tent, and I would sleep you in the sleep tent. Sleep in a tent every and, night and wake up with some dude or some <laughs> chick spooning me. I <laughs> I get up and I just sprint. I just leave them there. So now they're gonna wake up in a tent in the middle of nowhere and not know what's going on. Chances are they'll get up and leave the tent. I can go back a couple hours later and grab my tent. Yeah. Or they could be like an older person who's legitimately has like Alzheimer's and then they think they own the tent. There's like moral and ethical responsibilities and oh, I, I'm not, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm up and out of there before they wake up. This is a spooning one night stand. It's not my responsibility. <laughs> I'm, I'm cursed. I'm just getting up and leaving. I think I would do it if, if I could find a way to not sleep in my house. Yeah. Go back to my $500,000 home after I wake up in a tent. Or, because that that's a good idea. That's a great idea because it's really inexpensive, but then you have to sleep in a tent for the rest of your life. So you can come up with something nicer. That kind of sucks. Come up with something nicer. Yeah, I mean, you got a million dollars, right? So go ahead and buy yourself, like, just a tiny house or something. Just something real small so that you can still be in a nice, a real bed. A comfortable place. Yeah. And then just leave. Yeah. You know what, though? That wouldn't work. Because most people would come back to the place and try to, like, with the cops or something. Right. That's why the and tent would be nice. you can't do that nice with a tent. Because you could just move the tent. Yeah. 
So it has to be a tent. That's probably you probably have the best solution right there. I think that's the best way to do it. Yep. All right. A million dollars, but you can't use the internet for ten years. I would say absolutely yes, because yeah, it would definitely suck for a while. But you'd get used to not being able to go on the internet. You'd adapt your lifestyle around not being able to. You'd get a lot of good stuff done, like um, guitar. Well, this isn't saying that you can't use electronics. Right, it's, it's just, just saying, saying you internet. can't go on the internet. Right. So you can do other things on the computer, like you could play like, video games and yeah, stuff. Yeah, games so. that you've just you've downloaded already. And that's true. You know what I mean? Computer's not allowed and to be hooked up to the internet. And it can't connect to the internet. Could you have other people connect to the internet and download you games? I don't see why not. You see, it's all about the loopholes. And you'd probably enjoy things more that way. Yeah. You'd enjoy new games more because you wouldn't see all the reviews and the people complaining about everything, and you'd mm-hmm. just enjoy the game for the game. Obviously, it goes beyond that, like you were yeah. saying, guitar and stuff. That's just what we always go to. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, hell yeah. Because it's just, it would be, I think your life would be better for it anyway. To just like go without it for a little while. Well, that's a long while. But for a million dollars, absolutely. I almost feel like at the end of the 10 years, I'd be hesitant to start using the internet again. It would be vastly different than what you remember. Yeah. I think uh, I I would do it too, believe it or not. Being as heavy an internet user as I Mm -hmm. am, I think, like you said, after a while... You, you'd be used to not using it. I think, I don't know if I'd want to go cold turkey. I'd probably have to be like, oh, you want to give me a million dollars? Give me a month and then we'll do it. Like, so I could like start to wean myself yeah. off the internet. Use it less and less to the point where I'm not using it and then be given. But I guess I could be given them. No, if I'm given the million dollars and I'm not allowed to use the internet anymore. Right. Yeah, I don't think I could do it cold turkey. I think I'd have to be weaned off. Oh, you could do it. I'm on the IV. I'm on. A, I'm on internet life support right now, and I think if it was cut, I'd die. <laughs> internet life support. Thirty-two-year-old <laughs> Joe will log in to the internet for the first time and be like, "Ah, oh, finally! It's been ten years in one day." You type in Reddit.com and you hit enter. Sorry, this it's link like, no longer be works. Found. I'd be like, "No, Reddit's gone." <laughs> uh, I'm expecting that day to come anyway, so. It's inevitable. I guess it is, because all good things end. Is Reddit a good thing, though? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... um, A million dollars, but every time you go number two, someone else has to come in and wipe for you. (laughs) These are so good. I love this one. This one, I think I'm way too proud to say yes. Really? There's no way. Well... Can you choose who that someone else is? Yeah. It doesn't say you can't. Someone has to come in and wipe for you. I don't... I still... I couldn't... That would be way too uncomfortable. Way too uncomfortable. <laughs> you go to a public bathroom. And you know, what's, you know what's sad? You're in Walmart without anyone you know, and you're sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> someone! <laughs> Please come wipe me! I mean... <laughs> I need to go shopping! <laughs> Walmart closes. Hello! Janitor comes in. Please, sir. Please. Wipe me. Please wipe me. Please wipe me. I've kept the stall occupied all day. It's basically the cleanest stall in here. Just wipe me. 
you finally get out, go grocery shopping, then you get your butt spanker on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, for real, you know, it, this is a reality that a lot of um, elderly people end up having to, like, live with when they're in nursing homes and stuff like that. I feel like if I ever got to that point, uh, it, it, that's so <laughs> humiliating to me. That's like the ultimate humiliating thing. I'm very, I'm a lot more private than I thought I was. I used to think I was like pretty open and then I dated Adria and I'm like, no, I'm actually pretty <laughs> private. <laughs> um, I would definitely do it. Oh, I can't. <sighs> I would, what I would do is I would hire someone to be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who would say yes to that? You'd have to give him a good, like... Okay, here's the thing, though. Like, I could train myself to only have to go, like, once every other day. Okay. So we're talking three to four times a week. I need a dude or a chick to come in and wipe my butt. And I would probably... What I would do is I would go to a nursing home and talk to someone who already... Has to have that happen? Yeah, and I would say, like, listen, I have a complex. I'm terrified of wiping myself. I cannot do it on my own. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a creep. I just, I have, like, a phobia. I can't wipe myself. I'll pay you to wipe my butt (laughs) once every other day for the rest of my life. And since they already deal with that, it's not like it's completely out of the realm of possibility. And they're only working for a few minutes every other day. And I'd give them, like, I don't know. I mean, what's a good what wage for that? What would you give them, that? Joe? Like, because well, you, you still, were just saying... The, the nice thing is, though, is that they could still work another job. So I don't have to give them, like, a livable wage. Right, but do you think someone's going to wipe your butt? hundred like... bucks. Well, yeah, okay, really? Because you were just saying that would be a bad idea with, uh, what was it? What was it? A hundred dollars? The sleeping one, when someone else you you, when yeah, you wake up to every a random single person. night, you said you want to give them a hundred bucks. All right, I'm like cutting that in half. But still, you're still like, it still cuts into your money. Plus, you're being humiliated. I don't know. So okay, it just wouldn't well, be worth it. Here's the thing: if I want a million dollars, or I was given a million dollars. I would probably still have a job because I don't think I could live the rest of my no. life now without a job. Right. So I would do just like a part-time job where I'm earning enough money that I could pay this person's, you know, pay this person. So it's not cutting You're into my million. You're to pay your butt wiper. <laughs> Pretty much. Dude, it would be worth it. I don't it. need I... this job. Wait, actually I do. I Yeah, pretty much. I could I could find a way to do it. I can yeah. find a way to do it. Wow. Have you said no yet? Uh, you said yes There's to not a lot these. I wouldn't do for a million dollars. Come on, man. That's a lot of money. I would see if I could get a job like at a toilet paper company where they need to like test their new toilet paper or toilet paper designs. You're a genius. So then I could just be like, yeah, I'll do that. Except they probably don't use real human butts for their Okay, tests. but this is what I'd say. <laughs> we could use a real human butt. You don't even have to pay me. You just have to wipe my oh butt my word. for me. Dude, 
That is very clever. That's gonna I'll be... just show up oh, every other day and be like, you got something new you want to test on me, John? And he's going to be like, <laughs> Charmin yeah, Ultra Strong? Come over here and I'll <laughs> drop one and then he'll light me up and I'll be on my way. Oh, my word. If you were to say yes and you would like have a specific person wipe your butt for you. No. Would I... it be... Would it be a man or a woman? <laughs> See, either way, that's weird. Really? I think... Either way, that's weird. I feel like... A guy would be weirder, but I think that doesn't really have to do with sexuality as much as it has to do with, I don't know, like a woman stereotypically has like a caregiver type of yeah, like they personality. They have a touch. They're <laughs> and you need that got softer a, there's touch. That, there, there's a reason that they that there's a saying with a woman's touch, right? Like they can do things in a way that men just are not capable of doing. It would pro- <laughs> yeah, it would probably have to be. It'd still be so absolutely humiliating. I, I, it's, I it's, would get used to it. I'd I can't even it. think about it. So I, I'd like form a connection with whoever's wiping my butt. Oh, hey. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know. How have you been for the past 48 hours? <laughs> Since you wiped my butt last. Give <laughs> me some quality time. I would do it. And then they, she'd crack jokes like, oh, tacos again. <laughs> oh, be here great. for a while. A million dollars. All right. But you have to spend a month with someone trying to kill you. And we're not talking about, like, me. We're talking, like, a trained professional. An assassin. Trying to kill no, you. No. Because they'd succeed. You don't think you could live one month without getting no? killed? No. No way. If you had to live with someone who's a, a no, trained no, no, assassin. No, you don't have to live with them. What? A million dollars, but you, you have, have to, to spend, spend a month, month with someone. Which right. Means... No, not with someone. That's like, with is like the conjunction there, or the connector. Someone's trying to kill you for one month. Oh. You have to spend that month, they're trying to kill you. You don't oh have to spend word. it You'd with have to them. just be on the run all the time. They'd probably succeed, though. If they're really true professionals, they're probably going to get you. In a month, yeah. You're I would. Die. I would come up with a way to live. No. I would do something. You'd I would totally be assassinated. I would, I would. You know what I would do? What? I would check myself into, um, to uh, rehab. You think that's the safest place to be? Yeah. Because they're not gonna. They. I don't think they'd be able to poison you. Uh, you're inside a lot of the time. I would like. I would like always stay inside. I wouldn't go outside. I'd be around people all the time. Because that's the point of rehab is you, like... You you honestly would like find one place and just like hole yourself up there? Well, rehab, you're also disconnected from the world. So if you could get there without the assassin knowing you're there, how's he going to find you? Okay. I suppose so. You, would you do it? You don't think you'd do it? No way. In reality, like in real life, if someone said, I'll give you a million dollars... But someone who is a professional and is trained to kill will try to kill you. I would say no in real life. I'm trying to think of a scenario or a place you could go that would be safe for a month. I don't think... What if you went to the police and said, someone's trying to kill me. Lock me up for a month. Put me in prison. Do something that puts you in prison for a month. Okay, but then that the trained killer would... Disguise find himself. a way, like disguise himself as a guard, or like be in cahoots with the chef, 
and be like, hey, drop this cyanide yeah, in your food. Okay. I think this is the first one I might have to say no to because we're talking about my life. Yeah. You know, the other ones you have all die. been like, I'm still living. There's like no chance of me dying. Uh, for you, you could die of humiliation, I guess. Some life in your butt. <laughs> but like for me, there's no chance I'm going to die. So I don't think, yeah. I think I would be, I think I'd say no to this one. Yeah. I think any reasonable person would say no to that one. All right, a million dollars, but you will always hit red lights for the rest of your life. Yes. Yes. That's not even a good one. That's not even, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I threw that one in there because I thought it would be fun, but that's a bad it one. Is, it is fun because it makes you think about it. It would be really frustrating. Yeah. Like, it'd be frustrating for the from day to day. Leave but 20 I, minutes earlier every know, yeah, you go it, and, don't, and don't let it bother right. you. Right, and if you, ex- it's out of your control because you know what's going to happen. You know for sure that it's going to happen. Right. You're probably getting numb to it. You get a hybrid. You'd yeah. buy your your, your your first <laughs> get purchase, a hybrid. Yeah, your your first purchase with your million dollars would be a hybrid, mm-hmm. which their engines don't kick on when you're at low speed. So you know you're coming to stops all the time at stoplights, but you're not burning as much gas. You're being oh, yeah. good on the environment. Uh, yeah. Although I do think like thirty years into it. You'd come to a stoplight and you'd you'd hit your tipping point and you'd crack. Smash the accelerator! Yeah, you, you slam the gas to the floor and the the wheels just start spinning, but your car doesn't move forward. Yeah. you're still locked at the red light. You're yeah. just like trying to go and it just won't go anywhere until it turns green. <laughs> wow! And then like in the for the first time in thirty years, you realize it's not yourself holding you back it's some supernatural force you cannot go through red lights that would be crazy every time a red light appears no matter where you are you have, to, have stop to stop until the red light goes away dude so if you were at a rave or something with a disco ball <laughs> you would That'd just be, be horrible. like <laughs> <laughs> million dollars oh we didn't decide if oh yeah we did both decide to do it oh yeah million dollars I feel like I'm gonna sneeze but you can never finish a sneeze. <laughs> Million dollars, but you can never finish the show or movie you're watching. It always ends 20% short. That's absolutely yes for me again. Too. So if you're watching like a 21-minute a sitcom, it's yep. going to end four minutes short. Yeah. If you're watching an hour-long movie, it's going to end 12 minutes short. Right. But here's the this is thing, like, that's entertainment. That's just one form of entertainment. I would probably just like stop watching TV for a while. What well, would you well, do? forever. What would you do instead? Like, do what I usually do, and play games. What if I? What if we changed it so? I'm making it a little more interesting here. All right. Everything you start that has an end ends twenty percent short. Oh, so just like real life. Everything. I haven't, I haven't completed a game since Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> okay, so that doesn't count. Ah, uh, crap. Uh, so nothing changes? <laughs> shoot. Everything with an end. Everything with an end. Yeah. So, like, a box of cereal. You buy a box of cereal, oh, man. crack the bad boy open. 20% of it you can't finish. Oh, every bowl, not just the box. Every bowl of cereal. Dude. You pour twenty percent of it. You don't and get to eat. That would be annoying. Every roll of to toilet paper that someone's wiping your butt with, twenty oh. percent. Oh man, you can use that as a loophole to get twenty percent less spankings. <laughs> no right. combining. Oh come on. <laughs> Even though I just said you could. Uh, yeah, everything. It's pretty much you got 
We gotta figure out things that you start to tie your shoe. You have oh, to stop twenty yeah. percent before you're done tying it. You wear Velcro from now on. You wear slip-ons to prevent that. Your foot can only get eighty percent of the way in your shoe. <laughs> Flip flops. Ah, there we go. I'm trying to think of like other annoying things. You feel your. You start to fill your car with gas. Twenty percent. Uh, I can from only the top. have eighty percent. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you start using your gas tank, and it has to stop twenty percent before it's empty. Mm-hmm. True. All right, let's get into one final million dollars, but to wrap the show up. Is it something that you're made up? I think we should try to think of one. Okay. Ooh. Oh, oh, wow. That was that did not take long. Million dollars, but, and this is for all the listeners out there, you can never listen to an episode of the Jake and Joe show ever again. I would not do no it. No way. Jake and Joe show is way too important. Way, it's way more important than a million dollars. That takes us to the end of our show where, for the sake of time, I suppose we'll just very briefly talk about um, how we feel about, about this show in general and what we can improve in season two. Uh, probably should talk to you guys and give you a little bit more details as well so you, we don't just leave you hanging for a while. Well, what I, one thing I know for sure is that season two has to have a whole lot more air horns! Yeah, baby! <laughs> We're going to replace every transition and every intro music and every song of the week is going to be air horns. Air horns. Nothing but... It's going to bring... Uh, this nice little rendition of air horns to the table today. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say this. When we first had this idea to <laughs> do this, hold it together, Jake. Hold it together. together. It. I I didn't realize that we would go this far with it. And it really hasn't been so far. This is episode 19. But if you look at our history, we always end up, for one reason or another, abandoning an idea and then like going several months without anything. So I am so happy that... This is the first thing we've followed through. This, and this is it. Like this, I feel comfortable saying... All right, 20 episodes, it's the end of a season, and I f still feel good about this show and what we're doing. This is still a lot of fun. Yeah, it's still a lot of fun, and this is so, like... You know, we, we always talked about how, oh, man, episode 1, 2, and 3 are terrible. By episode 5, we'll totally have it nailed down, which... Totally, I mean, not true. No. Because no. the next episode was terrible. Right. And... I can't believe we thought five episodes in we were going to have it nailed down. Now that we are approaching episode 20, I feel like we still have so much yeah, to learn. Yeah, I still... And there are so feel, many things we can do to improve the yeah, show. I still feel like we're so scattered. I, uh, so that kind of brings it into uh, how maybe a couple things that we've kind of been thinking about implementing in season two. Obviously, this isn't a concrete thing. But we wanted to try to 
work with like solo segments where each of us maybe did our own thing and it would kind of shift the dynamic a little bit because we wouldn't have someone to talk to. So we'd record separately, like in our own houses or whatever, and then just edit it in and post. Um, and it could be something funny. It could be something theatrical. Um, it could be something that's just like a learning, like a did you know? Uh, I, I think that's going to be really cool to do. And I know that you are very interested in that as well because you brought it up. I think I brought it up before we even started recording for the first time. Yeah, I think you brought it up as something to do originally. Yeah. An original segment, and it just didn't pan out for season one. Yeah, as as soon as you're alone, you act differently. I mean, you act differently with everyone you're with. So when you're alone by yourself, thoughts are going to be more authentic, I think. I feel like if I do that, I'm going to sound, like, depressing. (laughs) Your, your segment can be like the depressing Jake segment or something. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> or you just complain about this things. This is why life sucks today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a place for you, Jake. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I guess you should tell them, because you kind of figured it out with like the spacing oh, of our yeah. show. Oh, um, yeah. So after episode and, 20. And this is pretty concrete. So this, this, is, this is something we have, you can expect. We have decided on this. Yeah. After episode 20, which is airing next Wednesday, we will be gone and not releasing episodes for two months, which means we will be coming back July 5th. That's a Wednesday. It's getting right into the swing of summer. We're going to have some summertime topics for you, and I'm sure we'll come up with something cool for that time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We're going to be taking a two-month break, and then we'll be coming back for another 20 episodes, which is about four months, and then we'll be going on another two-month break in November and December, and we'll be back again for January. So we're going to be doing a four-month-on, two-month-off cycle for the foreseeable future. It just, it works out, it gives us the holidays off, it gives us enough time to you know, plan for what we want to do next season and enjoy some time where we're not thinking about the podcast, which is important. Yeah, it is. So we don't burn out. Right. And four months is a good length of time where you can expect regular content from us. It is. And it also, it's like the perfect amount of time to like sit back and look at, like really take the time to look at what you want to change in the podcast itself. Because I mean, season one was all over the place. We, we, experimented with a ton of stuff um it it was very like malleable i feel like every episode was different in a way um and that's that's kind of cool i like that um but i'd like to for the seasons going forward for them to have like more structure to them while still being fluid and i i I know we kind of we talked to this i think we have like differing opinions but we'll make it work um, I just like want to no. have <laughs> my way or the highway. I want to have more. This is the Joe show. <laughs> I want to have more segments. Maybe some aren't recurring every single week, but have a I just want there to be truly more of a variety to right. the variety show, not just tech and discussion and song of the week. Right. We'll come up with segments, and guys, listeners. If you've got a cool segment idea that you think we should do on the show, message Jake or message me. Get us up on Facebook. You know, get a hold of us because right now 
we're it's just the two of us doing this. We have under twenty listeners to each episode. Yeah. We are so open to recommendations. Be part of this podcast with us. If we do this long enough, we are gonna pick up traction and we'll start having more listeners. And we wanna be able to say these guys helped get us off the ground. They came up with these ideas that we're still using today. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool to make this something with you guys. So if you've got a cool segment idea that you've been thinking about, holler at us. There are no bad ideas. You should hear some of the ideas that Jake and I have bounced off <laughs> each other that have been thrown out because they were unusable. But they're still worth talking about. Because if you don't talk about them, you might never find what works right for you. Right. Yeah, that would be very much appreciated. All that being said, look forward to next week's episode, episode 20, season finale. We are having a special guest on the show. We've been talking a lot about her. She's a regular listener. Her name's Brittany. She is a Mainer, born and raised. Oh, yeah. Born and raised Mainer. I don't really know her that well. Uh, She's (laughs) one of Jake's good friends. I know her because she listens to the show. Um, I'd seen her always commenting on your statuses and stuff before we did the podcast. So I, I knew of her, but I don't know her. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know her yep. and talking with her. So that should be pretty cool. It is going to be a good time. I She's really good um, with radio type stuff. Yeah. We're letting her bring topic to the, her, the topic to the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what we'll probably end up doing is the uh, light section. We might get rid of the text segment for the next episode. Uh, we might spend a little more time in the light section and let her tell us who she is, any interesting stories she might want to share, anything like that. Interviewer, kind of. Right. And uh, then we'll get into Song of the Week. I know she's a real, she's really into music, so she'll, I'm sure she'll come with a good one. Oh, yeah. And then we'll get into discussion, and we're letting her bring the topic. So yep. that should be cool. We'll flip the tables. Or turn the tables. Flip them. Flip them we're too just, in we're anger. We're just turning them. We're flipping them. <laughs> we're rewriting everything. Well, that brings it to the end, guys. It is the spiritual end of the show this episode since it's the last one with just me and Joe. So Thanks for listening. It means a lot. Your support keeps us going, knowing that even though we don't have a lot of listeners, there are some listeners. Oh, yeah. That makes this you know, even more exciting to do. Whenever I log into Pinecast which I do every day, by the way, and see that one person listened in a sea of zeros. I'm just like, thank you, one person. Thank you, one person. Whoever you are. Even if it was only for five minutes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Well, of course, we'll be back next week, but... See you in July. See you in July, guys. See you later, Jake. See See you, Joe. See you in a couple months, man. That's good. We'll see you again. Until then. guys uh we didn't want to end the show quite yet Joe, we got come on no we're oh, done uh, uh, is it you gotta let it go okay man. okay all right yeah, okay look i'm breaks. shutting the mic off all right. I'm turning it all right okay uh, it's off be out, be out in a minute yeah right? I'll, I'll see you in a few minutes okay turn, i'm just saving i'm saving okay. a file all right all right i trust you all right guys i think he's gone oh welcome back to the joe show got a lot of great content coming your way uh can't joe! wait to i'm sorry i'm sorry Sorry.
You know, I gotta look I'm up. I'm gonna dude. start looking. I gotta look That's up. what I'm gonna do to you from now on. Like, whenever you're looking off, I'm gonna, like, look with you. Like, what are you looking at? You, you know. I'm gonna break you of the habit. My level of looking up is, like, how hard I'm thinking. You know that. <laughs> I'll be taking my SATs, like. <laughs> Holding the SATs above <laughs> your head, like, drawing, because you have to think. Yeah. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag. Baby, we be saying that. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag. Baby. Uh, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs>